Thank you for tuning into the Hope When There Was None podcast. And here we share stories to educate you, to empower you and inspire. So thank you for listening and tuning in. Please do me a favor and share if you have a favorite episode, or maybe you think somebody else that needs a dose of positivity and to maybe break open some of the darkness, let there be light. So thank you again for all of your support and encouragement. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, it's Melinda from Hope When There Was None. How are you doing today? I hope this day finds you well. I'm coming on today. I don't want to talk about the coronavirus, but it's so hot right now. And I don't mean that in terms of, uh, you know, this is something, a disease and so on. I just mean it's a hot topic right now. So what I want to dive into, though, is anxiety. So when I was recovering from my PTSD, even before I knew I had PTSD, my then doctor told me that I had a lot of anxiety and stress. He knew, I confided in him, he knew about what was going on. This is way before I left my ex, but he knew what was going on. So I, let me go ahead and start from scratch here. I'm Melinda Kunst. I am a survivor of childhood abuse as well as domestic violence. I did leave my abuser for the last time back in 2009. I've been gone for over 11 years. And now I come to you to share any information that I have, my recovery process, and everything in between. So I'm coming on today again to talk about anxiety. So with those first baby days, if you want to call it those early days there, what the doctor told me to do is to turn off the TV, turn off the radio, stop watching the um, anything related to stressful things, even movies and TV shows that were really high in excitement, if you want to call it that. Um, also, stop reading the newspapers. And these are the things that I did regularly. I didn't know that these were actually causing me additional anxiety, but they were. I started paying more attention because I didn't do a cold turkey. I started paying more attention how I reacted to certain stories, how I reacted to different things I heard, and I realized that sometimes my heart would really get racing or pumping, or I would worry if I read a story about maybe a child, a child dying, a fire, um, some kind of battery incident. And around this time also, we have the uh, Lacey Peterson, the Drew Peterson, unrelated, but I think they were unrelated, but there were two Peterson cases around the time I was going to leave. And I think there was another one as well. So I was really watching those stories unfold. And so I know my heart was racing. I know I was just feeling a lot of um, emotions around that time. So clipping, uh, clipping, excuse me, turning off the TV, tuning out those other noises, those other things really helped. And I didn't even realize how badly they were impacting me. So what I'm going to tell you to do is maybe limit your time on social media because that's all that's inundated right now are posts about this disease, the panic, the pandemic. And right now you don't need that. You really need to focus on you and healing. So tune out as much as you can. And I'm not telling you to go go cold turkey, but to just do baby steps. Start just maybe don't read the paper today or turn off the radio or turn off the TV. If you are watching TV, maybe the news, turn that off and just start to notice how these things, as you do them, maybe if you are more excited, if you watch something new um, on the news or something unfolds in front of you, you probably are already dealing with a lot of stress and you don't need the added stress. I guess that's what my big point is. It's a little early. I gave up coffee, so um, 
I only have it every once in a while, so I'm trying to, to be good to my body and get rid of the sugar again and get rid of some other stuff, the gluten and the pasta, um, because I know those make my body react a different way too. So tune into what you're eating, what you're seeing, what you're listening to. I started having my eyes open when I, and thanks for whoever's watching, thank you. I started really having my eyes open the more I realized the behavior that my ex was doing when I was with him was bad and I started to understand that I can't change him I couldn't no matter how much I tried I prayed I tried you know we did counseling it didn't work he the counselor was female so of course he thought the counselor was siding with me um, so he, well, I tried everything I could and sometimes that's all you can do and he wasn't willing to change even though he made those promises but he never did unfortunately but I can't mourn that past anymore because I'm happy in the future that I have right now I really am and I really want that for so many of you other people now it's not necessarily that you have to have a partner you can be quite happy by yourself I've had a guest on here who has made it quite abundantly clear that you can be happy alone and digging into yourself, realizing, hey, this is how I feel. I don't have to answer to anybody. And I'm not telling you this is the reason to go ahead and leave your partner. But I'm saying there is more to getting into being alone, getting to a point where you can start loving yourself. And you could say, well, I've been alone forever. I've been alone for like 10 years. But have you made those baby steps to start healing? Have you started journaling? Hey, Jibby. Hey, girl. Hi, Shelly. Have you started journaling? Have you started talking to somebody? Have you began telling yourself affirmations? Can you look in the mirror and say, I love you? Just to you. Can you give yourself a high five in the morning that, yay, I got dressed today. Can you do that? Look into the, your eyes in the mirror and say, hey, I love you. I believe in you. I know you're great. I know you're wonderful. I think you're awesome. And I know that sounds weird to do that to yourself, but practice that mirror work and it really goes a long way. You'll start to believe it after a while. Do those affirmations, Bible verses, even in the mirror, if you want to find some something empowering around this time to get you through this not only this time but going forward once my eyes were open to see that um, again that everything was my ex I have my problems too don't get me wrong I am a trauma survivor so I had to learn how to heal myself and again realizing I can't fix him I can't make him into somebody I wanted to be the perfect husband and partner I couldn't do that he had to figure that out on his own don't know if he has don't care but I had to really make those decisions for me and for my kids I had to make those conscious decisions to know that I don't want this cycle to continue and if you know me you know that we're going through some crises right now with my daughter so continue to pray for her and her partner whatever decision that they've made whether they're going to go forward or break it off and just keep her in prayer and him because I still pray for my abuser I still pray for her partner and everybody else because while I think some of it is a conscious choice there are some people that just won't be able to change but I'm hoping for the best for them and for you if you're in a relationship right now with a person that might be a sociopath a psychopath a narcissist a gaslighter whatever you want to call them I'm praying for them too that maybe they come to that realization that hey I really love this person that I'm with and I want to keep them so I'm gonna change I'm gonna do whatever steps and there has been redemption honestly I I kid you not guys there has been people that have done a complete 180 or 360 whatever that is and they have really buckled down 
did the work with their partner, went to counseling and realized, hey, yeah, I'm being a total butthole right now. And they'll go off and do whatever they have to do or apologize. And that's a great thing when you can finally find somebody that'll do that, that recognizes that inner butthole. That is really great and um, wonderful. And I hope you have that because there's nothing worse than looking into the eyes of somebody that you think loves you and they see nothing but hate towards you. They might even tell you, I hate you. I don't know why you're here. You're disgusting. You're a pig. I don't love you. You know, why are you still here? And they just take like, somebody told me recently that being with somebody that they worked with, it was a coworker, was like going to work every day and getting a thousand cuts, getting one cut a day. And they're just slowly bleeding out. And I thought that was great imagery, just getting up like a little paper cut, but every day. And they felt like they had a thousand paper cuts. They had to leave that job. But uh, sometimes you have to do what you have to do for yourself and to protect yourself. But realize that you need to do this as well. So I'm going to sign off. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it again during this time of this panic. Turn everything off if you can. Watch something funny. Go out with your kids in the yard if you can. Um, I know we're supposed to stay close. I'm in the country, so we get outside in the yard. But, you know, get out if you can. Get outside. Let the kids know that there is some normalcy, too, during this period of time. Thank you for the hearts. Um, because, you know, the kids are scared. And I know many men, even though we're not scared or, you know, we're, we're talking about what's going on. So when he hears that and he watches YouTube a lot, so he sees what's going on. But also, this is normal day for him, just so you're aware. If you're a stay-at-home homeschool mom or something, this is normal. So the people that are running around and are kind of crazy, like, what are we going to do for years, you know, for all this, not, not years, but all this time that we're at home, hey, this is normal for us stay-at-home moms. <laughs> This is nothing new, right? So thank you for listening and watching. I appreciate it. I hope you stay safe. Wash those hands. This is stuff we're supposed to be doing anyway, guys. You know, honestly, wash your hands. If you don't know how to wash your hands, there are plenty of videos out there. I'm really surprised. But there's lots of videos out there. And um, I guess that's it. Thank you for tuning in. Spread the love by hitting the share button and maybe posting this on your page if you're brave enough. I appreciate it. And I'm thinking of you. Stay safe. Mwah. It's Melinda signing off. Thank you for the hearts. Bye.